Hi, I'm Sam, and I'd like to welcome Leo Lyons, the bassist for 10 Years After, a great blues band. 10 Years After are known for their incredible blues sound, their breathtaking performance at Woodstock, their songs I'd Love to Change the World, Let the Sky Fall, and many more. Welcome, Leo. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I just got back from tour with... I, 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 don't, I don't work with 10 Years After now. I have a new band called 170 Split, and we've just got back from a month on the road touring across Europe, so... Oh boy, that's got to be exciting. Exciting and uh, tiring, too. I'm recovering <laughs> from that. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> so, how did you join 10 Years After? I, I didn't join it. I started it. Oh, it was it was um, Alvin Lee, the guitar player, and I started playing together. I mean, he was fifteen, I was sixteen, and we we I joined a, a local band called the Jaybirds. Actually, they were called the Atomites. We'd be, and um, about a week later, the guitar player left, and we put an advertisement in the local newspaper, and Alvin answered it, and Alvin joined. So eventually, we changed the name to the Jaybirds. So he and I were working together from, I guess, nineteen fifty nine. Wow. 1960. So you guys were pretty young when you started up. We were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just my age. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. What inspired you to learn bass? First thing I started playing was guitar. And my, my aunt and uncle had a wind-up gramophone. And um, aside from other records we had, that, that I heard um, Huddy Ledbetter and Jimmy Rogers. Jimmy Rogers, you know, the, the singing cowboy, singing brakeman. And that's the first time I heard guitar. So I really wanted to play guitar, had guitar lessons, met up with some other guys. And we had a, like what you would call now a garage band. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really do any gigs other than some relatives wedding, but they, there were four guitar players and somebody w- was needed to play the, the bass part. So I said, well, I'll do it on guitar. That is. And uh, I played the bass parts on the guitar and, Eventually got a bass and found out that was my vocation. I, I just loved the bass for whatever reason. I don't know. I played guitar a little bit, but mostly acoustic and mostly for writing because I, I, I'm a songwriter too. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Bass is a pretty great instrument. I don't play it myself, but I, I, I love it. I'd love yeah. to learn at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can recommend it. I um, I played, you know, bass guitar and upright bass contrabass too. What was your experience playing at Woodstock like? Uh, it was a combination. I mean, golly, they put they put that on the headstone, won't they? <laughs> it, it was a few hours, you know, a few hours in a almost sixty year career. I mean, it's a seventy year career. It could be, yeah, probably it's over seventy year career. I'm, I think I'm seventy eight, and I started playing at sixteen. So wow. Um, I was just a few hours in my entire career, but it, it turned into be a, a pivotal point. I mean, 10 years after, which is what we were called by that time, three drummers later, <laughs> you find when you start working with a band at that age, a lot of the people come and go because it's a tough, it's a tough road. You know, anybody that wants to be a musician should realize that it's not about being a pop star or anything else like that. It's, if you've got a love of music, it's, it's a drug and... Uh, you have to be persistent but that was we were lucky it was a festival and as you know from the movie it, it became a worldwide phenomenon but um, it was one of many festivals we played that that tour it took us from playing to sort of three to five thousand people to 30 to you know hundred thousand people a night 
That's what he did, and it sustained a career. And as you say, a lot of people, if they ask, you know, who, if I tell them who I am or what I've done, they say, oh, yes, Woodstock, or I'd love to change the world, of course, or, you know, something like that. So pivotal point in my career, but only a, a small part of it. So what were some of your favorite moments playing live? Um, the audience. The audience is always a thing. It's it's an energy, you know. It's a, Playing live for me is great. I've worked as a session musician and all sorts of things in the studio we, i made god knows how many records lots of records but the into the relationship between playing pulling the energy the ideas down from the air and getting the instant reaction from the audience and that is is the great thing you know yeah of course <laughs> that it sounds like a lot of fun just having everyone like absorb your music almost it is yeah and you know that that doesn't come instantly you know <laughs> i've been through the, the stages in the early part of my career where people would turn the back on me or walk out the room but um you know unfortunately people seem to enjoy what what i do and uh, if they don't they don't come along so yeah usually we, we nearly always play to an appreciative audience so who are some of your musical inspirations um all, all the early blues blues players all the early rock and roll musicians from the 50s um i also like uh, i like jazz i like duke ellington you know and people like that and um even you know a- any kind of music it's always quite inspiring you know i listen to something on the radio and it may be a genre that i'm not really into but it, it gives you some sort of ideas mm, yeah yeah are there any bands no. in particular or albums or anyhow no not particularly no i mean what with spotify spotify and youtube now although it's not a very good financial thing for, <laughs> for me it's good for discovering new things you know and uh, yeah, yeah. And generally, you know generally discover things from there and if i like it i'll I'll buy the record yes so what would songs would you recommend for entry level 10 years after listeners no i never listen to my own records really no it's it's not like um you know what's that thing hollywood boulevard if you know the movie black and white movie the actress that watches all her old old films check out if you haven't um no um i don't know i mean everybody knows i'm going home and i'd love to change the world uh i would listen to perhaps a recorded lie that captures the essence of what 10 years after does all right um, because it was a live band um and we always try to capture the life thing that we did in the studio uh, space in time is good for some good songs on there shush the record album Shush is probably the one I really liked, I think, when we did it. It's the first time we, we went into an eight-track recording studio and had a little bit more of a free hand because uh, the previous couple of records were, um, you know, done on a four-track studio in a in a in a in an establishment studio, which meant you, you did a session from 10 till 1 and 2 till 5, and that was it. That was how it worked, very, very much so. But, um, yeah, just hits hits. Um, Spotify and uh, see what it is. Or you could go. To, you could go to my YouTube channel, which is Leo Lines Musician. And uh, I think I talk. People ask me questions, and I talk about various records there, and actually play along with some of them. So that that gives people a bit of an idea too. So you mentioned you were touring with a new band. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, it's actually Leo Lines. Ten years after, but we call ourselves Hundred Seventy Split. Okay. And we're on. I think we've done five albums now. Oh five wow! Records, five records now. Um, and we just come back. We've been touring in Germany, Austria, uh, the Czech Republic, s- 
Slovakia, Belgium, and Holland. Been out on the road for I think twenty five dates for yeah, the month. That's got to be pretty exhausting. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, a, it was a weird thing because um, it's the first time we've been out on tour since the COVID thing hit. You know, and I, I never knew, didn't really know what to expect, and s- slightly different. Um, I don't know what it's like in America. In some places, I know it's people are still kind of covid weary or wary and some people have, have, don't really care but um the numbers were down because the restrictions certain restrictions are in now in in the venues you know that where, where you'd have a whole load of people standing shoulder to shoulder they were putting tables and chairs in and so it, it was it was strange but it seemed to me that you know music is so important to people's well-being and 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 it's a feel-good factor so it was great to see people coming out listen yeah, to some I good like, music <laughs> yeah i liked it so what music do you listen to today um well i i for a number of years i, I worked in i lived in nashville i was a, a country music songwriter so i listened to a lot of country music particularly early country music ashley mcbride is one of, is my current favorite that i listen to a fair bit and um, she's a, a I, can't, I, can't, I suppose you call her an Americana artist. I listen to a lot of Americana stuff. Mm. And, and I still go back to Duke Ellington. And, of and course. Like <laughs> I, I would say I've been very lucky, you know. It took about nine years before I started to earn a living, but I, that's what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I've been very fortunate, really. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and uh, I'm still going, you know. We're, we're, still, uh, we're still touring. We're still recording. We just... Just before we came out on tour, we we did a new a new record, which we we haven't finished yet, but that'll be released next year. So, uh, well, I'll be sure to listen it. to it. Yeah, I'll be sure to listen to it. Hundred seventy split. All right. Um, what what's your aspirations, Sam? Oh, let's see. I am just so interested in music, everything around it, pretty much. Um, okay. I love listening to music. And when I hear like songs that you, you know, have these like incredible stories, I want to hear what these stories are. And to me, I, I find it so neat to just be able to talk to people like you who really just got to experience like the whole process of recording that music, playing that music. I just think it's incredible. So, so do you, are you going to go into broadcasting or are you going to be a musician or? Oh, well, we'll see. I, I really want to do something in the music field. I don't want to don't want to leave that behind quite yet, but I got two more years left of high school, so I'll hopefully uh, get some more broadcasting done in that time. Yeah, well, well good luck to you. Yeah. My son worked for, for CMT for a while, or one of my sons did. Oh. So he did a lot of interviews. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Thank you so much. It's been really interesting getting to hear all about, you know, your musical journey and your musical experience. It's still continuing, Sam.